Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Miu Music Podcast. Joining us this week, we've got Derek Samson and Eli Cutting from Laddermouth. How's it going, guys? We're uh, we're just hanging in there, man. Just you know, yeah, doing, doing good, doing the thing. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, doing very well, man. Yeah. Happy twenty thirteen. Cool. Um, uh, twenty thirteen. <laughs> 2023. 2023. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. 20... If it was 2013, Jesus. that'd be cool though. Because where, where did the years go? Back. Where did them 10 years go? Jesus, they've just <laughs> flown past. Yeah, right. Things were a lot simpler then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. They were fun. a lot more simple then, yeah. but it, like there was no ladder math back then, so you know, you gotta weigh up the pros and the cons. <laughs> well, technically, technically, it existed, but we just didn't have any music out until 2017, so. It took a minute to get that first album yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I like... swear I've um had Eli on Facebook for a long time. I'm trying I can't think of how long we've been on Facebook for, but I've I've definitely seen Latin Math around for, for a while. I didn't actually yeah. know Derek yeah. involved yeah. so more recently, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess I just didn't really talk about it much when I was uh when I was out there playing tech fest and stuff with Drew and and yeah. doing all that shit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. really busy, busy doing other brain shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's been it's been a project we've been working on for quite a while, and it's still just a thing that we, you know, he lives in New England and I live in the Midwest, so he comes over here a couple times a year. And yeah, we just hang out in my in my studio, or if you want to call this a studio, it's literally just a room, but yeah. um. We just hang out in here for a couple weeks and work on music and make video content and stuff. So we try and do this a couple times a year. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. No, that's cool, man. Uh, it's, cool. it's a real cool project. Like um, I was going to say that, like uh, when I was listening through the the new the new album from literally just just gone, isn't it? Thirteenth was it? Came yeah, out? congratulations. Came out what? Uh, three, the twelfth. 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 Yeah, yeah, three days sure. ago. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, it's thanks. um we've been working on it for a while and we had a lot of setbacks with it like uh you know the pandemic obviously. So many setbacks even before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, and just kind of like issues with, you know, just all, all of us being on the same page since like, you know, we do kind of live sort of scattered about um but yeah, uh we're all super happy with it. It was, you know, it's a culmination of a few years of of balls to the wall like, you know, writing and recording and Finally, yeah, <laughs> it's finally at long last. It's exactly the way we wanted it to be. Um, yeah, I feel like the first album, there's stuff that was still nitpicking a little bit, like what could have been better. But I think with this album, I'm I'm really happy with our end product, and that's I've never said that before. So it's a, it's really refreshing. I think it's kind of like it's yeah. kind of the record we've been trying to make like all along, but yeah, we just never really. I I listened I to know. it. I guess it takes. Like... I listened to it about. I finished it about half an hour ago. The new album and cool, cool. um yes. i i i really enjoyed it it was it seemed a lot calmer than the last album you guys did it was more focused on prog and the musicality rather than just the sheer heaviness yep um whereas the last totally. album yeah. was way more brutal you know so much heavier yep. and this one was yeah, way more technicality there was so much more melodic textures involved um, and you've got some like really cool collabs. Like I instantly heard Lee Mintz's voice in the first track when he started singing. I was yep. Like, oh, yep. 
Yeah, I know. So he was on one of our podcast episodes. And since then, I've really got into Minerva and Grey Lotus quite a lot. And so it's quite oh, yeah. recognizable. Yeah, man. Recognizable. Incredible voice. music. Absolutely. I really liked the song Nye from you guys. It was um it had really mathy elements. Really nice. Do you want to tell the story about, yeah. about Nye? So yeah, Thank there's, you so a, much. there's a funny story about that song that you like. It's, um, it's actually the first song that Derek and I ever wrote together. And it was just sort of like, just we're sort of gelling and just like, I like your ideas. I like your ideas. And then we just like literally. So the idea for that song is like 13 years old. Yeah. It's like the first ever song. <laughs> and we just like, sat down for nine solid hours just smoking weed constantly and just like rip after rip after rip and um we just knew from there on like okay we, we got a sound here it's like, gone through a bunch of iterations over the years and obviously it wasn't on the first record because it didn't really fit with that material so we just kind of like saved yeah. it in our back pocket all this time and uh so it's one of the songs that i was the most curious about what people would think because i think it sort of stands alone in its own individual sound i mean a lot of the songs in album kind of have their own vibe but that one i was really curious what people would think yeah yeah that that yeah. one really stood out for the music side for me um so i'm i'm quite glad that it, it's the one with the big bag story it's also your artist piece it's quite funny um <laughs> i would say that like for me the vocals of the first two songs really stood out the most there's a lot of vocal melodic lines which really shifted and were very unique and creative Whereas with Nye and even the latter half of the album, there was more of the musical element where you're focusing more on the instrumentality of it. So it's a really right. Cool. Yeah, I really like that. Man. And then with, with Desolation, I, I watched the video as well, which was, uh, you know, kind of that like standard creepy video from a metal band, which you'd expect. You had to do one. You know, yeah, you, you had to do the quintessential. <laughs> we'll make the yeah, single the, out of like the one of the most depressing tracks on the album like yeah it's what you do it's metal so you know it's one of the, it's one of the heavier ones too so, heavier too yeah you know we decided yeah. to kind of make one a little darker and you know well yeah it was also meant to be cathartic to when you feel those feelings of, of depression either in the moment or actually clinical depression just you know like trying to help people feel cathartic about those those emotions and not dwell in them you know but it's, it's always yeah. been kind of my little credo and stuff is try not to dwell in negative emotions. You have to address them and then sort of try to move on into a more optimistic trajectory. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. But it I is. want music to at least display that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it also gives yeah. a sense that you're not alone in that where, you know, we all go through the stage of accepting that and we have to exactly actually learn to be and the different emotions because they all exist they're always there it's not like yeah no normalizing the feels, full spectrum no one goes through life without feeling any unhappiness you know it's uh yeah it's accepting that we we have we have a, a wide spectrum of emotions yeah that's the whole point is just showing the full spectrum of emotions and normalizing them all and just like we're all, we're all just human you know that's what we're trying to do sonically really yeah it's hard to do not not an easy thing to get across in in any any way but being able to do it like the way you guys have done it with having sort of a heavier album and then like a more melodic and progressive one it's you know it's it's you are capturing as much as you can throughout that like uh i kind of listen to albums on a full i don't really pick out songs too 
too often until I've listened to it, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 times. It depends. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's a great way to you've do got, it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got quite a like, it's, it's like Tesseract, but more progressive. And then it's got that, like, yeah, I don't know. It's got that edge to it with that progressiveness, I guess. And then the, the, the melodies between all of that progression is all like, weirdly jagged but also extremely smooth because it's prog i guess you know <laughs> one of those like because it's prog <laughs> I get what you're yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's pro- it, it is you know it's one of those things um yeah it's man. great it's we always great. try to have the jacket edge sort of thing with like the uh, irregular time signatures but then we love groove as well so just the, you don't want to mm. do too much we want to, you know, we want to keep it a little weird here and there when we can and and, and yeah. make it, you know, kind of just to maintain, you know, like even on the first record, there's there's some points where, you know, we get a little weird with it. And like, we like to just kind of incorporate that into everything and we don't want to lose that about it. Well, then, not too Millinger escape plane, just interrupting it. I mean, I love that, <laughs> but I mean. I like, I want people to headbang sometimes too, but not just 4 4 either. So we want to like be accessible, but also write, you know, cool, unique stuff that, that we want to hear. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's a tough balance. Cohesive. All with... the construct of just keeping that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All exactly. while keeping that emotional intensity there, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So do you guys have um, like a tour lined up for 2023 with the new album? Not, not currently. Um, we've got a bunch of stuff in the works. Um, seeing as how we're a bit scattered and, uh, you know, logistically it's kind of a nightmare for us to do things like that. Although we are going to, we do plan on it. Um, and we want to, I don't know, there's a few things that we're going to do. We've got a bunch of, uh, like content related things that we're going to be working on the next few months. Um, right. Yeah. And then, um, this spring we do all plan to get together and rehearse a bunch of material um get so we can and... you know so we can get all you know ready to go and uh once we get you know once we get to that point then then we'll be able to uh you know do a thing here and there and we'd really like to you know i think our our stuff would do really well out where you guys are at in the uk and yeah. europe and stuff i think i think the prog scene in those countries is like a lot lot more prominent than it is out here in the states Night and day. Yeah. yeah there you know like there are prog bands here obviously you got like contortionist and like you know big bands like that but like who else there <laughs> yeah you know like i i said to him the other day i was like hey man name like as many big prog bands from the states that you possibly can and he that are like, still together yeah and he yeah. you know like the list is pretty short and then like you know when you say in europe it's like all of a sudden this list is crazy long and there's like lots yeah. of bands yeah. doing stuff and you see the lineup for Tech Fest and Euroblast and stuff. You're like, wow! Like you would yeah. never see that in America. The amount of awesome prog bands in a row. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, we're just trying to figure out like where, where, where we'll fit in. You know, um, mm-hmm. well, Arctan yeah. Right Jensen, now, I think. Right. We're fixated on... What's up? Sorry. Arctangent's another really great one. You guys should. Arctangent, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I mean. We would love to get out there and play like the festival circuits and stuff. And, and you know, mm-hmm. it's all we really want to do, you know, like if we could, uh, yep. like, we'll 
gladly go out and do tours and do all this that the other thing we just want it to be like the right you know the right situation the right fit so we can like logistically make it work for us and, uh, i'm, sh I'm what sure is your if life you could get yourselves over to europe you would easily be accepted into this festival which is the new album yeah, yeah i mean that's that's what i think right that's what's kind of we're fixated on right now yeah. like we'd love to get on tours and stuff but we right now we just want to get as many new listeners as we possibly can since we had such a long hiatus between album one and album two we have to just you know get our reach out again and fight the algorithm so to speak <laughs> sort of had to yeah in some ways we kind of had to start from scratch a little bit yeah you know because we had you know a little bit of hype built up like five six years ago but uh because we did some touring back then and uh obviously the last five years have been a fucking shit show for everybody so i mean yeah. it's been like you know it's been tough kind of getting back into it and the the algorithms online have changed quite a bit too so social media is a lot different than it was then and like promoting stuff is like more difficult now than it ever has been really yeah, it it's seems just, like yeah. self-promotion in general is treated as spam i get it, I don't know, it seems very difficult to promote yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's an oversaturated market but you also can't seem to push it out yeah. to everyone yeah no, exactly. exactly there's just so much going on and you know it's just yeah it's tough it's oversaturated and i feel like the only way to really kind of get ahead these days is to like i don't know sort of become like a meme lord or whatever the hell and like, right you know yeah. like we're not really trying to like do yeah. that you know like we don't want to be like, like shit posters like i noticed that with like bands and no disrespect to them because i quite like them but like volvidinia and bands like that which are just constantly mm. shooting memes on every random post. yeah yeah yeah, I fucking love those guys though. Yeah, no. don't get me wrong, so do I. But it's yeah. just hilarious <laughs> that is their marketing strategy, is just to shit post on absolutely everything. But it worked. Yeah, man. It, it, it did yeah, man. work for them for sure, but not everyone wants to do that. Um, no, it was I working mean, for a lot of people. Like, you know, is it the, I always feel like it, like their memes are doing well, but then are people actually following the band after? Okay, like, right. I, I yeah. know someone that this has literally worked for. Okay, he paid for yeah. a ten ten dollar post, uh, as like a that was his marketing, and then he was like, right, fuck this, I'm just gonna shit post, and now he's got like thousands of listeners a month and all sorts of shit. Like, yeah, it's wow. literally it, it works. Well, the answer yeah. is yes, it does work if you do it the right way. It yeah. does work. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I know, we... like you know, John Matos from Abiotic. Do you guys know? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like yeah, he yeah, yeah. he does a lot of really like cool, you know, like it's 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 goofy meme shit, but it's it's him it's him playing guitar to like you know yeah it's Some almost akin to that riffified thing that isaac does but it's like a little bit different it's yeah. like kind of his own uh and that's cool man and that definitely helps abiotic i think i think that gets them more listeners and he's written you know super persistent with it so like you know yeah some of his reels have like over a million hits so i'm just like wow yeah you know, know. There was, yeah we had this guy <laughs> it does help the abiotic we had this guy in the Me Weirdos group called, well, his like, artist name was Heliocentric. And he was, he, he released his solo album called Ishmael. And he, he was doing all these meme videos, just sharing it to our group. Uh, like yeah. I, I, Every single time one came up, I was just crying with laughter because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> really? And they I kind of so want to check that out. I, I could probably show you in a second. Um, I can share yeah. the screen share Ishmael's a good book, so I'm sure that's what it's a great well, album he's, he's as well Heliocentric he is brilliant and yeah. because yeah. I, of these like these hilarious videos that he was sharing like i had to just buy the album straight up i thought it was too funny and that nice. allowed me to actually discover the album as well just through his hilarious videos which is quite cool um, yeah i mean he he's still doing hilarious stuff now he um 
if, when he picks up a scam call, he'll just like have have a riff at the ready, and he'll just be like, "Are you guys ready? Uh, what was it you wanted?" And then he just start playing like some crazy, ridiculous stuff. And be like, "So is that it? Yeah. Is that was that your answer?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah All right. Good stuff. Uh, I'm gonna do the baby shower video. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, all right let's do this but yeah seriously bro i pop jewel pods like tic tacs can you guys anyway that? i was thinking once lockdown is over we gotta start yeah. doing our first live shows and i've got the perfect idea for where we can start doing our first gigs i'm all ears baby showers i already don't like this video bro it's an <laughs> untapped market <laughs> probably for good reason bro i'm telling you every couple hires one of these knockoff mumford and son bands to come and play at their gender reveal parties or whatever but statistically speaking 23 percent of those little biscuits are going to grow up to be metalheads and gent kids i just don't think it'll go over well. go okay, in the background. we go to a baby shower <laughs> so loud so heavy that it makes the woman's water break. Dude, what in the hell? What? People pay good money to induce oh a woman. God. They're just doing it with some artistic flair. Okay, okay. Um, did you have any other <laughs> ideas? <laughs> well, I thought that was a great <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, seriously, bro. Yeah, so... Um, oh, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did quite a few... Uh, and when they were shared with us, I, I just couldn't couldn't have laughed any harder. I had to buy it. it makes me think of the um, the redneck video by Lamb of God, right? And it's just like, oh, oh let's yeah. get through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, actually. At, at, I went to Berkeley, and um, somebody asked me to do. They had these things for the music production engineering majors, where you had to do record a song as close to the original as possible. And somebody did Lamb of God, redneck, and they asked me to do the screaming part, and. I think you got an A. That was that was cool. It was a lot of fun to do. Tom, yeah, uh, you can do Tom, that. Inspired um, me. Yeah, you know there's that, that, um, inspired. <laughs> yeah. You know you can do them courses where you yeah, redo the mixes. Yeah. Oh my god, so sore. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, you know, as far as like the meme stuff goes, like, man, like I've just never really seen us as like th that type of, you know band but mm. like we've been talking about it the last few days and we're just like dude maybe we should just like post some you know some like funny shit and like just some stuff that's just like us being us being just goofy you know because like i think it's like you've got to really create that online like and really be your own yeah. personality you're not just an yeah. artist anymore you're a whole like personality that has to showcase themselves you have to be active yeah that's on social media you know Whereas, like, that's what still, we were talking about yeah still like could do it with if you want to be more traditional with just like a lot of live shows to gain that following but if you would yeah build yourself through the social way then that's kind of the way it's heading right now because people's attention spans quite short as well you know they don't want to sit it is yeah an entire song it is when, and when we write, you know, well, like we write we're a prog band and our songs are pretty long, man. Like there's a <laughs> <I never went. laughs> we like struggle to write shorter songs. Like, dude, our manager, uh, you know, like we were talking to him the other day and he's like, y'all should write some like bangers, like some like three to four minute bangers. And I'm just like, 
fuck man i mean we'll we'll try but every we time like, like every time we try to do that it's like up oh, it's nine minutes now like, we have like a riff and then like another riff like somehow we have to like do all this stuff to get to the second riff and then like or we can just slap them together like i feel like we always try to add more parts because we want to make it more interesting than just yeah. like a you know like a standard like pop song you like, know well, here I mean? we are it six minutes in and we're not finished. like all right yeah <laughs> it is but i don't know like there's also yeah but there's also merit to like just writing a banger just putting out just like a sick you know four minute just that, to the that, point that. Tune, but, you know what i mean yeah if it's not how you write and it's not how you produce then there's it shouldn't be forced as well like you know I, yeah 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 you guys are making if it happens it happens like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing exactly if it happens if it you happens, think of other other big other big prog bands if you take like someone really big let's say like tesseract or someone like that it's like they're not doing between the buried and me kind of yeah between the buried and me stuff like that they're not doing this kind of marketing yeah. right now you know they're they're still going more no, traditional no. and they're yeah. still massive everyone who likes metal knows these guys so it, it's they got like in at that time when you know they peak did, of, yeah. of gen scene yeah yeah it's like you know if you were getting getting into this scene and like you know getting notoriety and like what like 2008 2009 2010 like if you were doing it around then and you were successful then like bands like the contortionists like those guys don't have online presences at all yeah you know what i mean like Not- leprous like that you know like leprous doesn't like those guys aren't online at all like you just reach that none of them have to like yeah what's that textures as well is it like same kind of thing i'm not yeah yeah i mean like i fucking love textures that oh yeah that that dualism record was so good what was that one song with the music video by the river and i can't remember i was obsessed that was that was the one before uh the oh. dualism record that was before um what's his name joined the band oh yeah i think i, I saw Texas I with the original singer actually i remember now yeah it was a yeah. Time. actually tom tom the year i met you 2017 tech fest um yeah textures played that year that was their final yeah. shindig that was fucking sick as hell yeah mm-hmm. that, no, was that was that was the year me you played that was the way that was the Woo! year we decided to make it Pottery of the uh, of the after party. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Actually, it's funny, I, I, dude, I like, did get to see Tom. Tom was a well. oh, dude, they're they're fucking so good. But dude, that Tom beautiful. actually saved, dude, like you saved the day. Like <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to even play the festival if Tom didn't fucking because our uh Khan Tassan was our driver and his van like I remember broke. Oh. Uh, and. And we were still like a couple hours away from from the fest, and 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 Tom fucking just like trekked out, picked our asses up, and brought us to the fest. And it was like <laughs> literally like I don't think we would have made it <laughs> like if Tom didn't like. So yeah, thank you again. Six years later, coming in. That was that was. <laughs> nice. Did you guys get to see the color line play their last gig there as well? Oh, uh, I think I did catch that. Yeah, I, I know Tom did. I made a point it. to catch I as many of the bands as possibly could. So, yeah. yeah, and they started smashing absolutely everything. I tried to, I tried to watch as many of the bands, especially the smaller ones, as I possibly could. But you know, it's mm. so mm. much going on there. There <laughs> so, is so much. Yeah. Such a fucking no, I, cool I, um, experience. I ended up missing the the color line, so you, you're you're salt in the wound there because I had to go pick up Obscura. So yeah, you did miss the <laughs> color line. It. I did enjoy it. It was great. It was awesome. Um. 
Yeah, I can't really remember too much, but there was there was so I many think good shows. Harbinger Harbinger might have opened up one of the stages or something. It had like a massive, massive crowd. I can't remember exactly, but I wasn't there for that either. I did I did catch that set as well. Uh Chris from from Harbinger uh gave gave us a ride at, at one point as well. So I met him that same week and super nice dude. So I was like, you know, stoked to watch him perform as well. And mm. yeah, man, that was just like that that whole experience it's like i you know i need to go back tech fest was so cool and like everybody is so nice and supportive and like everybody tries their best to fucking watch everybody and and there's no shit talking going on it's all just love dude you know i can't wait to eventually go <laughs> it just it was just a good time man yeah. so i would yeah. love to get ladder math out there uh, yeah welcome back i'm you sure know. you'd be welcome back hey guys talking about ladder math yeah are you guys cool? To, Would you like to watch course, the video, yeah, the up? new music video for Desolation? Show it to the, any, Dude, yeah. the audience. Sure, yeah. Yeah. We could cool do that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know that the video will come up too well, but we can see how it goes, man, because it's a bit glitchy on your own still. Is it? Okay. Uh, can you bit. guys hear clear? As long as it's... uh. looks like it's working. Oh, I see. Here. <laughs> it's a bit of a glitch, but... Uh, we know so, what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, and the audio is still there. You know, yeah. the audio is not glitch out or anything. If anybody wants to see it, they got to go look for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you had a lot of, yeah. lot of, well, they, they get a lot of photos of the like, A lot of people welcome this video. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. We hired uh, a bunch of people. We had like a, you know, VFX guy, uh, this dude in the bathtub, homie Jake, he was the main, main character, and video crew, like all of it, man. Had to rent out a space. Yeah, took a while. Uh, director. Was it Hoffman? It, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't cheap. Um, <laughs> we sank a decent bit into it for sure yeah but it came out it came out pretty good i think i'm i'm, I'm pretty happy with it it's like you know, oh yeah definitely the highest budget thing we've ever tried to do so yeah there you go which one of you guys yeah. is doing the vocals uh me that's me there oh well your vocals suck this album it gives me oh yeah we had to hire child actors and stuff <laughs> yep child oh, wow. actors. it was really yeah. freaking cold that day it was like zero degrees fahrenheit yeah. that day it was like oh it's so cold man oh you got drew zip in the choruses there yeah yeah that's drew's voice another homie from uh tour actually lee and drew zip they're a dynamic duo, aren't they? Yeah, totally. You could say that for sure. <laughs> Working already with Joseph and Lee, you know, you've already got some good contacts and a really good, you know, jump into. Oh, absolutely. Is Kelly and yeah, after that tour, we were all like, brother. Yep, Killian is. Uh, Yep, he's yep. the bass player. Um, Fallujah? Yeah, he's been playing in Fallujah yeah. for the last several months. Doing a bunch of Did AP Optics? Awesome. 
Yep, he's also dude. Killian's in like every awesome band. <laughs> so it's like he's just in like a bunch of awesome bands. Yep. Um, well deserved. Well, super well deserved. He's yeah. a fucking dedicated dude. Well, he lives and breathes playing bass. Sorry, I met Killian in 2014 doing Felix Martin bass. So that guy's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, he played for Felix for. I don't know, man. Like, I want to say like a decade, probably. But oh, yeah, right. Yeah. He played for Felix for a super long time. Yeah. Yeah, when I met him, he was he was playing, you know, touring pretty heavily with Felix. I think I remember him telling the story about, like, going to Canada and, like, Icy Rose. He was like, oh, I almost died so many times. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> Icy Rose in Canada. Yeah, it was a dangerous place. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, in face. Oh. So I must say, the audio has been good. The video has been very jumpy, but yeah, I thought the audio chipped out a bit. So it's good. It's good. I think that's probably fine. It's probably, I mean, yeah. It's probably just because we're trying to talk over it, so it's a bit. Don't turn the mic. Might be better on your end, Jack, because it's coming from your computer. Yeah, it usually comes through much clearer on your computer. Okay, the silence is now, now, now it's quieter. Now it's chilling. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at the light a, the bathtub. Give, give us a little idea of like what we're watching here. What's the story behind the video? I'll take it. Um. So yeah, we were like working with our director on just like what's the meaning of the song, and it's about you know just dealing with those moments of pure depression. And it was also me trying to be emotionally honest because like I tend to push people away sometimes. Like, why am I consciously isolating myself? Like when I know that's the wrong thing. That's like just sort of like trying to, to say that feeling of like, you know, you know, you shouldn't be alone when you feel that way, but you just can't help feel that. And so I think we added uh the director actually ended up adding like I think it'd be cool if we went into like childhood, like, oh, like he was bullied. And so the child the kid you see is actually supposed to be me or the character me in, in the music video um well, the kid who's in the like the guy who's in the bathtub and the small child on the bike is him as a kid so he finds the key yeah. so it's sort of like trying to to find freedom from your own personal prison of your mind sort of like you know like overcoming those feelings standing up to the bully Metaphorically and literally, yeah, you know, with these flashbacks to childhood where he was beat up and his bike was stolen and like kids are treating him like shit, and yeah. then he finds a key, and oh, right. yeah, and then so, like that key is supposed to like unlock this this like secret passageway to like get himself out of this like hell that he's living in or whatever, right, right. That was the original idea. Yeah. So then he you know translate, but yeah. So then like you know goes back to him in this dark place with the key in his hand and it's actually to unlock his shackles and uh which is happening while he's standing up for himself to the the bullies and so it's like a personal freedom he's finally free and he sheds yeah the whole time like the whole time his demons are trying to drag him back because they don't they don't want him to like succeed like they want him to fucking you know 
rot which right. actually at the end of the video it turns out he's still there and it's just a nightmare all over again. or it was a dream of, of, of escaping those, those depressions or like yeah you could, you could believe yeah. that you're out of it and then like oh wait i never left sort of mm -hmm. yeah so which is we spent about a Pretty year. <laughs> we spent about a year talking about the concept before we actually did anything. So right, yeah, I went through a lot of different iterations to how how can we convey the meaning, you know, synonymous with the lyrics, sort of, you know. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. it took a while from from start to finish, but yeah, yeah. You've got a lot of thought into you, to what you're doing, then, right? That's why you take a little yeah. bit of time between. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially. Yeah, for sure. It was like a big undertaking. I know that, that Braden uh, wanted it to be longer shots and actually tell a story. And so we didn't want it to be cringy in any way. We wanted to really, you know, yeah. yeah. I think the longer shots show that we're, we're telling a story and then it's actually. It was cool because. Uh, the visual and the music is actually saying the same thing kind of thing. You know? Braden yeah. Walker is the dude's name. He's a, yeah. he's a director and filmmaker and like the lead camera person and just kind of does like a lot of the work he edited it as well and uh this was his music video debut yeah, yeah. He, like this is the first music video he ever did um he's done a lot of like short films and a lot of stuff like that like very cinematic like artistic like stuff he's super good um so this was the first attempt at a music video which is why like it's kind of paced more like a like a show or a movie or something yeah less quick um, shot like so many metal you know but but that's kind of where we were you know that's what we wanted it to be like we didn't want it to be like a fast paced thing we wanted it to be a story that develops you know yeah so well great work guys so. like clearly when i was listening to it the production level of the whole album as well as just the songwriting it, it, it was so crisp and clear it like it, there's been so much work put into it so well done for it and right at the start you, of the year already it's like what a banger to start off the music selection of the year yeah so great work that's that's weird that's what we were hoping for <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like yeah, we wanted yeah. we didn't want to release in december and then like oh it's already next year so yeah so i think january is actually really perfect for winter's painting but you know it, it kind of yeah. just worked out that way like oh yeah it's like some dead of winter that's yeah. why we just did the singles you know like we did the singles uh october november december we just like slowly put them out and, and oh, nice know, build just, up yeah, yeah just kind of planning on like yeah waiting until the new year because the, the last thing we wanted to do was like spend five years making a record and then put it out like december 15th and having like new for one month yeah and then like two <laughs> weeks later it's an old record all this right you know yeah <laughs> you've got like you got to contend with all the other albums of the year if you do it right at the end yeah as well. for sure exactly for sure. and christmas albums too like you don't yeah. want to yeah there's there's a lot of really great <laughs> records coming out soon, like around right now so that's like yeah you know i don't know if you guys have heard of a band called the world is quiet here oh yeah i have not those guys are from here yeah. check them out yeah. it's really cool they've got a record coming out in like a week or two and it's like super ridiculous prog like kind of bt bam infused like you know i was gonna um, say you just showed me some more of shit, it yeah. and you're like it's really i agree with you very very yeah. unique vocals like wow yeah their singer is crazy dude pretty blown away crazy. with just like the different stuff he's doing that i hadn't really heard other people do like that yeah but yeah that that's coming out like new periphery pretty soon which like first couple singles sound pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah i was like, they like i feel like it. <laughs> like i feel like a lot of bands are just 
understanding yeah. that they, you know yeah. like if you release a big thing in like december like you're kind of fucking yourself because like yeah. you're not going to end up on like album of the year list or whatever it's going to just yeah people forget about it you know yeah i love that they chose to make a like a meme name for their album <laughs> <laughs> See? See, it's so peripheral like yeah yeah yeah, that I mean they've 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 always done shit like yeah ever that. since jetpack was yes and all that like they've always done that you know yeah yeah like they have, <laughs> I don't know like again yeah. like I feel like those dudes just like oh I pooped like I'm gonna name my song I pooped I was wondering if they like keep all their working titles it's just the working titles and they just stick with the working titles yeah. my guess <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah boys but yeah i we're excited audio, that we finally released it it seems kind of surreal i, I want to show you i want to show oh, you, you have an audio issues one really cool thing all right it's ah. all right so i have to disclose yep. that i am not endorsed or affiliated with these guys in any way shape or form i was sent this product <laughs> from my cousin this week and i'm desperate to buy it oh that's my video but i'm on that glitch. Um, all right, so this is called the Picasso bow. Have you heard of this? No, I don't think so. It's a guitar bow and it's new, it's a bow for guitar. Hold up, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's too soft. Oh, yes, yes. Hey, everybody, it's Marcus Eaton. How cool is that? That's got to be like just become gadget of one the of the coolest things so that I own. And it's I'm super so sick. Dude. Yeah, I, I do want to try that. I wonder if this bow can't be too expensive, probably. Now it's like 80 bucks. Like, 80 bucks. You can play a Jason on like it. This. Like you do have to put rosin yeah. on it. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, you probably wouldn't put rosin on it. Yeah, they sell yeah, cool. Or you can do two strings at a time if you tip mm. the bow. Yeah, because actually some cello in this oh, album. Really, really useful. We, we love the they sound. They sound great. And when you work with this oh, thing, yeah. well, I, I, I want to so try play, this for sure. I play cello, um, but I've also got a violin. Oh, nice. But the violin is absolutely horrible to play because it's just so goddamn difficult. It's screechy. Yeah. It's it's literally in your face. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. not a good instrument for comfort. Yeah. You know, so would you uh, would you say the bowing part is more difficult on a violin than say a cello? Uh, the bowing's kind of the same. It's the fact that the violin okay. is stuck to my face and it's like Yeah, it's, it's like right here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You you do have to really lift your shoulders more for the bowing, so your arms get tired quicker. Mm. Whereas a cello just sits comfortably yeah. in your lap, but if I could do it all of this on a guitar, yeah. if I could do it on a guitar, then I can to... get them nice crisp highs without the torture of learning finger placement on a violin, and without the like just absolute struggle of it. Right, like, I can be yeah. comfortable that with that beautiful sound. Like, what a genius idea! And you know, it, your... it sounds like a. It sounds like a big body violin or something. It's like yeah, I was thinking that too because we Ebo in in recordings in the past, but like it would be cool to have that option. Like, what if we just use the bobo? Like, just let's try. Let's just get a sustained note in a very different way. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 
it's a short bow, so you won't be able to get much of a sustained legato. Like right, that's true. Yeah. You would kind of like get the tone and then maybe use reverb or something. It'd be really yeah. good for like quicker lines. Yeah, fast yeah. melodic like arpeggios just, and such. Yeah. It would be great for that. Absolutely. And like, because I heard some strings coming, I'm pretty sure it was nigh, where there's the, that orchestrated part, second half, which probably why I really yep. liked it yep. as well. When that came in, it was very calming, very relaxing. And we wanted to have yeah. cello on stuff for for a while and yeah right yeah our buddy sage editors uh did the yeah. cello on on i and, and we were just oh, nice I remember the first time we heard it i was like holy shit this is exactly what this song needs we like, just gave her yeah. this song and i was like just do whatever the fuck you want and she i think she asked for chords and i, <laughs> yeah. I typed them out yeah yeah that she just so she just yeah she killed it man she she did like uh another three different versions of that solo and we ended up just like picking the one that we liked the best and yeah, another berkeley buddy of ours yeah, yeah man yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was gorgeous I, love the sound of cello. I think i think cello is like the best sounding instrument in the world to be honest yeah yeah that's beautiful. that's why i started yeah. it's my favorite i i used to go on about with tom how my dream was to get a double bass and for years that was my dream that was the end game and I got a cello thinking mm-hmm. that will lead me to the double bass. So I'll work my way up. But now I'm just, just satisfied right. with the cello. A double bass is maybe a bit too much to have around. Dude, cello is just like the perfect, it's like the perfect sounding instrument. Like it, mm. it works. And the so range well. wise too. Yeah. You know, I, like I wouldn't want range, I mean, yeah. double bass is great, but I mean, it's freaking huge and probably super expensive, I'm sure. Like you were saying about yeah, violin earlier, expensive. it's like screechy. Like violin is like hard to hear sometimes. Like, but cello is just yeah. like, the perfect you know it's actually really kind of easy to learn cello if you've played guitar as well they're very similar in finger positions um and the spacing of the fingers is like the exact same for frets on a guitar so your your fingers Mm. are almost already programmed to play it you just have to learn new shapes and patterns which isn't that hard Mm -hmm. um so it it was a really smooth transition but for me the the, bowing is difficult yeah just like like the bowing feels really that does awkward take to time. me but yeah, yeah i mean a good yeah. bow makes a lot of difference if you're using a bad bow it's just harder to use getting good rosin makes a difference and having a yeah. lot of practice you know but like the, it's got the limitations yeah, course, i mean yeah. an electric cello would be great but compared to a guitar a guitar has so much more dynamic and you know you can you can mess with the sound of a guitar more whereas cello you go for that natural sound and then the right. range on a guitar is so easy to reach; it's accessible. Whereas highs on a cello, it's difficult to get to. You know, it's uh, yep. it hurts your fingers for a long time, and it it, it does take a lot of work. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool, cool hearing it, especially bringing it into a metal album as well. You know, it's not too often you hear. You know who? Uh, I mean, obviously, you guys know Leprous. Um, yeah, but. Raphael, the dude who plays all the cello for Leprous, is mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you've watched him, like, like any of his just solo videos of him. Just dude, he's like a fucking alien. The dude's yeah. so good, <laughs> um, amazing sounds. It's like it's like crazy. He's like got like that awesome cavernous reverb, and he's just kind of yeah. just doing this eerie. Oh yeah, dude mm-hmm. can just fucking play anything on that instrument. It's wild, and he's so mm-hmm. goddamn good at it. 
Um, mm. But yeah, cello is great, man. <laughs> it's mm. definitely like ethereal sounds in the in the prog elements you want with that. Definitely, yeah. Sarah upstairs has a cello, so like I I've played I've played them a little bit here and there and tried to figure it out and like it's just you know the Boeing man. Like you know if I really sat down and practiced <laughs> for you know. 10, yeah, 10, 11 years. No, for years <laughs> I wanted to, to learn cello. I just never did. I stuck with buying guitars. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want to, you know, potentially. It's like they all have their own difficulties Sorry. because with guitar, you have to worry more about the left hand. You know, you have to learn how to build chords. You right. Have to learn, you know, uh, uh, way more shapes on the left hand than you would on a cello. And then cello is more right hand where you got to learn the bow and all the different techniques which come with it. So it's just, it's, it's um, putting your focus in a different way. I guess like, it's kind of like picking, finger picking, if you're doing that finger picking play style, mm. um, which some people are really the fretless fret right thing, yeah. yeah, some yeah. people are really good. Even like, you know, um, you see in metal a lot, like nowadays people do tapping. Um, like so much tapping where they're like Love tapping that. with... Eight, eight fingers, you know, just going absolutely hard, hard out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the tapper. I don't. I can't tap for shit. I, yeah. I can't tap for shit, bro. Yeah, I'm the same. Tapping is just. <laughs> I can. I can do it, but it's like my least favorite technique to use, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I had to do so much of it playing Sarah's music because, like, she's all too. Don't you have a crazy like, tapping thing in Waking Life? Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that's. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's like one tapping part. Mm. Um, i mean i like tapping it yeah i don't know it's not my favorite yeah i don't i don't like trying to learn it yeah it's, it has it has its place yeah yeah it does like i like you know, doing it I, here and there but doing yeah. too much of it yeah it, it can be like overkilled especially like in symphonic metal where yeah. just constantly it's a bit of a, a bit over the top but then you listen Nothing to like but, bit young yeah. or chan you know, Sarah Longfield, Cliffia, that style yeah. is dope. And I really do like that. Yeah, it, you know, it's done tastefully in a way that makes sense. And it, yeah, you know, like they're not just doing it to show off. They're doing it to make the parts that they're playing kind of just more interesting. Yeah, I was, you know? was going to say, you mentioned Polyphia. I've been blown away. It's like, it's cool to have people that can show you like, I, like guitar looks completely different to me now. People doing shit like that. I'm like, I would. What? <laughs> what is that? You know, just all the yeah. clicks and I'm like, wow. Has anyone? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. yeah just unprocessed in all of this. Unprocessed. What did you say? Sorry. Unprocessed. Is that an like, artist? Uh, I don't think I've. It sounds familiar, I actually. I think I probably is in my Apple Music. I just, I always forget to listen to stuff that I that I add. I would I would definitely look into that 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 guy's playing is just unreal like especially over the last few years like we i drove next silver on a tour in 2018 and we ended up meeting them along the way and it was just mental absolutely mental i just see, seeing him put gen, gen stuff on on like he, he was literally putting gent videos up online and being like look at this riff look at this riff and then to see it, see it, let's see it cover like all, all that way is just mad, mad from a solo project to having three guitarists that are really necessary is pretty crazy. Oh, they have... Nice. They Unprocessed have three... gold at 2022. I'll add that. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Or unless you had a, a, an album recommendation, like, well, I'll just check it out anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, that, that one and the previous one were ones that really, really stuck out for me, like in his progression. I was, but you, I always used to do that. I start with the, the latest album and kind of go backwards. I don't know. Yeah, I like, I'm like a production freak. I just love the sound you, of the new. You, you'd hear yeah. some serious difference from the very beginning of like, I think originally it was instrumental stuff because it was just, just him. He hadn't found his voice yet. And then like he's just, you know, built it and built it. It's really great. Really great. Oh, yeah, guys, give, us, give us like a recommendation based on what inspired Latimer, or in particular the new album. Who really inspired yeah. that album for you guys? What inspired this album? Um, like I don't know. I think like uh, just kind of the mix of our styles. Like yeah, over the years it just sort of became this because like I I kind of came from more of a post hardcore into metalcore sort of background mm-hmm. and eli came from more of what like a it was just like grunge uh new metal then tool and then prog metal kill switch but then it like i started getting into the more specific like so yeah so i guess like, cool um yeah the but there stuff, was a long time the stuff i was doing and the stuff he was doing we kind of just put that together and like over the years we've just sort of tried our best to make like the best combination mm-hmm. of that that we possibly could and yeah. i and i think that was really kind of like the main yeah totally oh uh, i forgot to mention i'm totally obsessed with opeth like I, yeah I think that comes yeah, out in this album more than the first one <laughs> I, I think you can probably and we're both obsessed with contortionist um but, contortionist, uh, okay. yeah we're both, we're yeah, both obsessed with contortionist as well we're both obsessed yeah with yeah, yeah. Those guys are just fucking awesome, man. And Leprous too. They're like one of my favorites right now as Big well. Time. They're they're really fucking sick. And BT Bam, BT Bam. I've always been a fan. And um, the Scar Symmetry yeah. was like you grew up with those. Scar Scar Symmetry was another one that I yeah. got super into for a, just because of the songwriting, man. It's like so powerful. Yeah, like very to the point. But Punishing. Just, yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, was that the the question you asked? I I don't even. That well, well so that, that was like just the, the yeah. musical yeah. side, but then like yeah, yeah. I think uh, I wanted it to be emotionally honest as possible to try to be relatable in that way and just have meaningful lyrics by yeah, just trying to just be yeah, some, something that people can find cathartic and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good or they to can, not be like, throw it out the window. Or they could just throw it out the window. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's good to not be like aiming for any particular sounds like super specifically. So it's good to just get a couple of people together that want some good music to come out of it. And then you just create exactly. between you and then you know, you right. can just, you, you gain so much from that. Yeah, that's always been I think why we stuck with prog metal too is we're we're trying to find something that hasn't really been done yet you know it's like we're just trying to keep going forward the natural evolution and try to yeah it's kind of hear something that we haven't heard before cultivate our own kind of fucking thing and just sort of like keep pushing it as far as we can like we're not really interested in like you know being in one genre or one area like we'll we'll do whatever we yeah. want <laughs> like i think we're starting to think about like we like the art rock stuff and surreal sounds and that that's how that 
kind of glues together with prog metal as well and we just want to explore mm. all that i'm just going to keep on keep on pushing it and just kind of see what what happens like we've already got a bunch of new music written because we're fucking assholes and, and yeah we <laughs> yeah we don't ever want to have this big of a gap between um no. releases we want to put stuff out like every six months so we were thinking yeah. of maybe a little nice. smaller next time but not a huge yeah thing. even if it is just you know five minutes yeah. out <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keeps you like <laughs> relevant in the scene. Just make sure that your name is constantly popping up. Bring them back, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yo, it's ladder map. Oh yeah, yeah. Helps you. Oh, they're back. Yeah, yeah. Especially now, I feel like people are less patient. There's a lot more bands releasing a lot more often. So yeah, people just. I think we just need to do less more often. Yeah, like here's it's a kind few of songs. Coming yeah. the age of the EP and less of a time yeah. albums because, like I said earlier as well, Absolutely. we don't have the attention span. To sit through, Don't. you bust out a mega five-hour prog album, no one's listening to it, you know. Whereas if you, twenty, <laughs> yeah. you could make enough half-hour albums to last five hours. You're gonna get a lot more people <laughs> listen through all of that. I mean, dude, yeah, like Winter Painting is, is is like an hour five, something like that. And I we were like... doubting ourselves sometimes, like this is so long and it's taking so long to finish. It's like like never again. <laughs> we had to be like less more often. You know. Like Winter's Painting could have been three EPs if we wanted it to be, probably. We just had a lot of music that we wanted to show right. people. And, yeah. Like we felt like those songs all had to be together for whatever reason. So yeah. it's like, God damn it. So now we're just, <laughs> I think we're going to take it easy. I think, you know, the idea of writing an EP is, is very nice because it's a lot less time consuming to make like four songs than it is to make like 12 or 11. Absolutely. For a prog band, you could be like two songs, you know, you just do a two song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like two 11 minute songs, I guess. <laughs> that would be like longer than most bands, like normal EP. Yeah. 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 Contortion just kind of did that with the that Bones. What was it? Yeah. Like the Hour yeah. Bones. Yeah. The Hour Bones. Yeah. 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 It's like three or four songs. And those, I think a cover. Yeah, those songs are definitely like pretty poppy on that on that EP, which is Very sick. Poppy. Like they're, yeah, yeah. Um, but also kind of like got that proggy, like not super heavy, but like yeah, yeah. Definitely. And also their Smashing Pumpkins cover is better than the actual song. Oh yeah, shots fired. Yeah. I like them both definitely. Yeah, like <laughs> I'll, I'll I was. <laughs> yeah i love smashing pumpkins back in the day like yeah michael lasard's voice on that song is just fucking great oh, it's, yeah, yeah definitely that's it's like uh, you know what michael lasard with last chance to reason i'm going to call this out for like however many a time this is but i said before jonathan left i was like if anyone's gonna take his place it'll be him Lo and behold, oh, he leaves yeah. and there he goes <laughs> I, was like, it is, yep, I called it yeah. <laughs> there it is I remember uh yeah like I, I I knew you know like I had known Last Chance to Reason way back in the day like mm. you know like one of my really old bands played a couple of shows with those guys in New England like fuck I don't know 15 years ago probably <laughs> when they were like a math band yeah like 15 16 years ago it was like before mike lassar joined the band it was it was the other guy that they had and guy with the big beard um uh fucking yeah man i never really talked to those guys but played a couple shows with them and they were always like crazy fucking jazzy techie weird Mm -hmm. 
yeah. video game metal. And then, uh, yeah, man, it was cool to see uh, Lassard, you know, filling in for contortionists like years later, and then and then was like the guy. I was I was pretty hyped on that because like you know being yeah. a earlier last chance to reason fan and mm. getting into that one yeah. album he did he did one or two with them i don't even remember he did two he, he did just level two and level two. three yeah they have level yeah, four i think i really only listened to two i like i i don't think i ever got into level three but that's good it's good yeah i'm sure it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it out yeah and who was drumming for them was it evan salmons is that who that was? I, I think I don't know, man. Like I, I couldn't even follow it all back then. I just, I heard the voice and I called that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I, I did, I did the thing." <laughs> um, yeah. We we got to shout out the Pax Cecilia. If you like prog, you've got to check out the Pax <laughs> Cecilia. Mm. It's got to be. How do you how do you spell it's that? Uh, P-A-X. Cecilia C E C I L I A. All right, so like the old lady's name Cecilia, and then Pax. Yeah, like, like, um, the, like, the, like a baby. Is it? Like, I it, guess it, it's weird classical proggy math avant garde thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. quite old We'd now, probably it's, dig it's, it. It's, it's just stunning. It's beautiful. It's it's heart wrenching. Kind of. Um, you guys, I'm interested. Have you guys listened to this band? Uh, they're they're not much more well known than we are, so they're like fucking small. They're called Ambrotype. No, no. Have you peeped that shit yet? These guys are like making this really ethereal, like prog music. Like they started off like doing like very opethy stuff, but like this yeah. new shit they're putting out is like it's some of the craziest. Next level. It, it's some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard in my life. It's like it's so. Yeah. lush with it's like just so cool man. amazing yeah they, like they're recently moved to the netherlands but they're from syria and um i think the singer's like a syrian refugee or something yeah i think like, they were actually like persecuted for yeah. the love of metal and like religious extremists saw them as like satan worshipers and ran them out of town literally like said they're like we'll kill you and their parents said you got to leave like you got to get out of here like i read the whole article i was like oh my god like, plus he's like boys with the singer now they, yeah i like... talked to him on instagram now I'm just like i just want, I wanted to tell you guys how fucking amazing your album is like i, I want big things for you guys and That's so i'd love awesome. to just like tour it's like it's in europe <laughs> it's amazing fucking music it's like very strange dude like there's uh how many singles are out like now for the new stuff like five four, four. i think yeah uh-huh. with this three and then like and then the the EP is just one 15 minute song or something like that. And they're getting like, and they're getting like almost like no listens, dude. It's sad. Like, like it I fucking know. sucks. Oh, wow. we'll yeah. It's too. like, we'll give yeah. it up. <laughs> I think they, but they're going to start playing shows. Like I'm optimistic for them. Cause it's just, it's, That'd be cool. it hasn't been done yet. I'm like, wow, this is, this is new. Okay. So they have found something here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always special. Like, do you guys know the painted and exile lot? Yeah. That- yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, I actually did a show with them once for the he, basis. He, he um, filled in on vocals for them once yeah. for his um recital for graduating Berkeley. It was yeah. after it was after uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob wasn't in the band anymore, and they needed a new singer, and they were doing this. Oh yeah, I remember that. Jake Kamansky, that's yeah, yeah, Jake, the bassist, like he was graduating from Berkeley and doing like his senior ensemble. So so Eli filled in. Was it? Jacob yeah. doing intervals bass as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, using intervals. Yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, 
you know, Ivan from Pain and Exile, he and I go back many, many oh, yeah. years at this Great point. Dude. And uh Mark as well. Um mm-hmm. Mark and I known that dude for a million years dude all those dudes yeah, are like, yeah like they're all doing like, like separate really cool things now too like yeah i was doing really well with the bossy and everything that's so cool and like eddie's in a band uh like a super heavy band called monochromatic black they're like deathcore and they're oh yeah they're great pretty dope um and then uh yeah man everybody's fucking it's kind of a shame because pain and exile is sick like that album they did i know ridiculous that ep was incredible yeah and 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 then they just imploded and and now they're all is there two yeah they yeah 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 it was incredible free track and the album yeah 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 but hell yeah man fucking that album's like seven years old now jeez it's pretty old i know it makes it pretty old It was like, like back in the day, yeah. Yep. It's like our 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 <laughs> yeah. first record was March 2017, so that was you know fucking right. Yeah, I was in my 20s, dude. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> took like five and a half Hot. years. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <I'm... laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I like to think we were just ha- so relieved. To finally release this album just because like you know we we're just so different sonically than the, that first album was like i think that like we were like cranking out like obsessing over periphery two and, and, and just gent in general in, in album one and now our i don't even think that we would consider ourselves a gent band now not even remotely like not even a little bit post gent not i don't even like the word but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just pro- it's just prog metal it now. literally makes me feel weird <laughs> like when i use that word in the sentence it makes me feel i know i, I like, cringe when i when i say it i didn't like that at all <laughs> gent, Derek, dude Derek, uh, say, it. say it Derek. yeah gent bro gent. <laughs> or like oh jews have did he, he called it thal right well that's like thal, a different yeah, thing entirely. that's different thal, yeah thal's like see i don't i don't fucking yeah it is yes yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was synonymous there's like a there's like a thal cult you know when you go yeah, yeah i i'm i love thal <laughs> Always. Blame you know like Viljarta. Viljarta is the best. So you specifically have to have an eight string to thaw, probably. Then you, you can't do, do it with thaw like Yeah, you don't need you know, like string. a. You could, you could uh, like like a baritone, like a baritone six or. Yeah, yeah. It just won't hit. Uh, you know, objective. We don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it is. And call it whatever you want. Yeah, like I I did have this kick with Tom. And I spoke about this in an episode before. I did detune my cello before and tried to cover Bill Jada, oh. um, Shadow, and it was it was it was really ridiculously hard to try and transcribe the sheet music <laughs> for Bill Jada. Did it work out like, for you though? Like, were you able it, to get it? It it kind of does work. The genty part is the hard part on a cello, especially with a bow. That didn't quite work, but you could definitely do the like glitchy parts and the. The quick high riffs, just, yeah, the quickness because mm. you can easily get the smooth legato with um uh easy because you get like the slurs on the bow. You don't have to like alternate pick or economic picking, so it, you can actually do some of them fast melodic stuff on a different instrument as well, which was quite cool. It just sounded really different, kind of more eerie but less intense. Mm. Yeah, I I think those instruments are like when like if you tune tune down a cello 
cool. Like your cello is probably thinking like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> it's not the easiest instrument to drop tune as well. So there's a bit of fighting to get it, it into this. Is it like a violin? Is it like built in fifths each, like a traditional, the way you yeah. tune a cello? Yeah, it like, is. Yeah. But it is, yeah. yeah. Um, difference yeah. is, is um, cello is way nicer than a violin. A violin is like a backwards bass where the thick string is the G, and it'll go G D A E, and the highest pitch string is A. Uh, e and then with a cello, it actually starts the bass string is a C, so that it just oh. makes it so easier for like writing and jamming with others, learning shapes because it's C G D A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you detuned it. Did you go up with the C? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I dropped so you, tuned it massively. No. I massively. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what, maybe like an F sharp. The cello would be like or something. Yeah. It was, yeah. I, I basically took it near enough as low as it would go, still being able to produce a tone. Um, I bet that's that nice, awesome like, and dark. It was nice and dark, yeah. It had that nice, like, bass string wobble that you get. When you detune basses too low and you just, oh, yeah, like, just see them just flopping. Yeah. Yeah. So I managed to get that, which is quite funny. Go uh, any lower and it's just farts. Yeah. That made me it think about when we, our, yeah. Yeah. when we did Tom our first music not... video for Trench. Um, we, we had uh, Killian tune his bass down when we did slow mo. So you just really oh, see right, it. Oh, right. Yeah. I like was that. like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it ties into what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah we fucking, <laughs> I was like, why are you? That was weird, and then yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, we detuned his his low string like a ton. So while he was in slow mo, so he was really it like you know, like sixty frames per second, and then he just yeah. like the strings like, yeah, I don't know if you, sounds like I don't know if you guys have seen yeah. it, but there's this one video from Buried Alive where his girlfriend's playing the bass. And the bass wobble is so unbelievably large that you, you just can't really understand how she's actually going to be playing a melody over that bass and get a clear tone. It's just, it's I feel like I've seen that on Instagram. I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wow, it could be, yeah. it could be like a just, I don't know, like maybe it's just like a super fast camera, like it's a really fast, yeah. uh, that's that could be, like it's just. Like but a lot of playthroughs are just play alongs. I mean, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but you know, not yeah, true, it's possible. True, well, it's yeah. definitely a play along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's okay, yeah, there's yeah. absolutely no doubt in my mind that it's a fucking play along. So they might have just tuned it, it down because it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah of course. So... Everything that fucking dude is involved in is miming. Like, yeah. He never does uh... like real videos. <laughs> you know, not to talk shit, but. <laughs> I, like no, I get you. I get you. I get like, you. Like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. A lot of it is yeah, like, yeah, how no, can we make this look really impressive? Exactly. Yeah. Let's just reamp MIDI. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. the idea of editing guitar like crazy like that, like making it sound like a robot. It's awesome. Yeah. Just taking it, a track and running it through. Reflections EP they did with the Buster and that from Bill Jota was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I never I actually listened to any of it. Yeah, gorgeous. Okay. I, I, I have a long list. Of, a lot of good releases, actually. I gotta catch up on the prog and and metal. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. I mean, fuck, man. Like you mentioned, Buster, and he just did the Gray Lotus record. Yeah, which is fucking ridiculous. He did. He did the Reflections yeah. EP they did not that long ago. 
So yeah, I do recommend that. It's yep. really weird. Like, like if you think Bill Jarter's weird, it's like Bill Jarter on speed. I guess like, it's just, Wait, just Bill weird, not weird and glitchy. What are you on about? Bill Jarter's not weird. What are you on about? Bro? No, Jarter is normal. It's just yeah, normal radio, right? It's full. Yeah. I'm sorry. Totally I'm regular. Sorry. <laughs> That's pretty unique. I mean, like, they are the only ones that sound like that, in my opinion. Like, it's just like almost like some microtonal shit that they're doing with their bending. That's like, wow, that's so cool. And, yeah, yeah. yeah it's what's that dude's that other band, though? Um, Humanity's oh, Last, last Breath. breath. Right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's his yeah. other band, right? But they don't, they yeah. don't, yeah, that's, fucking, that's... They don't sound the same. They're different. But in, no, totally so different. In Viljata, mm. Buster does the production and the drums. But in Humanity's Last Breath, he plays guitar, but his guitar's upside down. <laughs> what? His guitar's upside down. Yeah, his like he did. He's left-handed, but didn't want to get a left-handed guitar or couldn't afford one at the time, and then uh, you know okay. so found playing, that way yeah. of playing. So that, he's doing like, like he's so doing the like the Hendrix like opposite. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Um, I've known yeah. a couple guys that have played like that. It's fucking bizarre to look at, but when they can do it, they polymath. Can do it. Yeah, yeah. Polymath is really weird. One from the UK does does a oh, similar thing. Do. Pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I'll check um, that one out. Um, I was gonna yeah, say, was, uh, I got. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. Have you guys heard of? Um... Oh, no, sorry. You go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we have a latency sorry, thing going on. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Say the fucking thing, guys, please. please. <laughs> okay, uh, have you guys heard of uh, Vulcan with a K, or is it Vulcan? Yeah. I'm not sure. Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah. yeah, I've just been loving the, the think... newest release, Technatura. I've just blew my mind, and um, Wheel also has been a recent love of mine. And I think we were we we both. I showed you Wheel. You showed me Vulcan. I was like, yeah, this is both. Awesome. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you're talking fucking about awesome yeah. and Ambrotype. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> in terms of new prog that we've been checking out, like yeah, there's 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 a lot of sick bands out there man yeah yeah for sure. i'm curious about no, no, no question persephone atena marathon feather mountain i have a, this huge list i have to check out he's, he's the fucking i nerd out on Prague. Yeah. like he's the one fucking stacking up all these bands to check out all the time and i'm just like god damn it yeah That's i just sick. want to hear something new I can <laughs> the, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah i i i don't keep up on shit nearly as well I, well, it's a conscious mm-hmm. decision like I, I won't listen to anything for like half a year and then i force myself to try to find something new yeah, yeah i, I actually yeah. i don't There's... stick to one genre um i like to mix it up so like the whole past week pretty much two weeks i've only really listened to like spanish music and just like really upbeat yada yada da, 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 kind of stuff you know like just that's a good idea i just want to like be in a real buzzy upbeat kind of jamming mood you know uh yeah man it's it's cool to do that it is yeah cool to do that sometimes um i spent some time in mexico city like years back and i and i listened to just like fucking mexican music for like a week or two and it did like i came out of it like with different inspiration i was like ready to make more stuff right yeah it's a totally yeah. different direction yeah it is. makes sense it is. and a lot of that like flamenco music is just brilliant it really is um yeah, it's always it's good, good vibes so yeah. it's it, 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 like a lot of a metal can be seen like a lot of it can be seen as similar to classical um it's got a lot of similar elements but i'd quite like to see a fusion you know 
flamenco medal. Totally agree on that. Yeah. I mean, like Felix Martin kind of has that going. Um, yeah. You know, there, it would be cool if there was more to it, though. You know, yeah, he does like the cool. instrumental thing. Like, like if there was more to it, you know, um, mm. that, that could be a really cool combo. Yeah, yeah, in terms of like metal and classical being to like sort of synonymous, I totally agree on that. And like that's what I always loved about Opeth that I make it feel like they're like the perfect metal classical thing. And now they're like like incorporating like seventies prog in that yeah. whole vibe. And I I just I'm just here for all of it. I love it. I, I love I think like, with all Opeth, of their albums. I love it, they just make it so that you can see how clearly how similar they actually are in genres. They just make it so you can see it. Whereas other bands it's you have to really look into the music to understand how it's similar um yeah, totally but overall like a lot of it is very very similar the structure in the songwriting um which, which is why i love them both as genres actually i'm a big fan of both classical and metal um i can't say yeah. I, I do i used to especially uh i used to listen to a lot of prog um i guess you can call the odious prog which are pretty much my favorite band definitely prog yeah mm. like prog tech death whatever you want to call it yeah. um less proggy more tech death but still prog zenith passage i got into massive at the uh massive oh yeah we love that shit too yeah that it's just like so unique <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think the good thing with prog is when you've got bands so unique that when you hear it come on you instantly recognize who they are and it mm. brings you this kind of a, a new emotion in a way or brings you back to an emotion so whenever I listen yeah the signature to, sound yeah mm. you know like just on like just completely recognize where you couldn't distinguish it from someone else you know and that's um yeah that obviously takes a lot of work to get to that point anyway to even be um i think it just comes down to just playing with the same people for a long time and just kind of getting that developing the vision just what you sound like together right like a band is always going to sound a lot different when they first start than 10 years later when they've made music together for a decade it's it's just bound to true because you get the songwriting and then you also have each individual performer and how they actually attack it you know and so that's what you sound like as a band as opposed to just how you write it's it's all like musicians change over time too it's like i i I have a different playing style now than i did 10 years ago yeah personal maturity playing style and yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally so it's are like, you guys fans of people. are you guys fans of like more jazz prog like let's say like guthrie govan stuff like that are you into that influence? i just learned a guthrie solo the other day actually. yeah <laughs> but um yeah man i really like guthrie govan i don't i haven't really listened to much else he's done other than that erotic cakes record to be mm, honest record, um i know he, epic album like i know he's like in several different projects and stuff but yeah um, yeah, yeah that, that one record was pretty much it i was gonna yeah. say um, i love the the bad plus great jazz trio yeah they're fucking yeah. awesome yeah because mm. there's so like it's i really enjoy in especially in metal prog albums where they bring that jazz prog influence into it and you mm-hmm. hear that that crossover because i find metal and jazz are kind of conflicting and quite difficult mm. to intertwine into this like into one song and so i yeah. find it very but, clever when they're able to do that transition but i think that, someone with sugar's atonal stuff kind of they, they kind of 
they have some jazz elements. I wouldn't call them jazzy, but it's there. The jazz is there. Wait, did you oh, say Meshuggah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, real? Just like the way Frederick goes about his phrasing and stuff. It's all very chromatic. Chromaticism. It's, and... it's not really what I would call jazzy as much as just well, specifically uh, atonal jazz. You know, like atonal. Crazy, yeah. Um, but that sort of, uh, I think that opened opened the doors for other people in a way. Like he was doing yeah, they, that. They talk like, about jazz a lot. He was doing that in like the late '90s, early 2000s on like heavy music. You know, mm-hmm. playing really yeah. cool stuff. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they more mentioned it in their interviews. Like they're very uh, jazz um, influenced, but yeah. it might not have come across. I, I I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but I was thinking that San Sanjay was on here like I don't know, a month or two ago, and oh, he was yeah. he was literally saying to us like, "Here you go, here's he did the two five one six progression." Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was still Sanjay Kumar. Still... Yeah, Sanjay yeah, Kumar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 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 a fucking monster player. He's a demon <laughs> like that. That <laughs> yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, he was really cool, yeah. and it was it was actually a nice, clear explanation as how he was doing it. Um, mm. But still, it 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 did. Um, it's still it's it's easier to explain it or try and like, understand the concept than to actually pull it off in songwriting. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it. I think it's all there. I think all the tools are very much there and clear. As soon as as soon as someone goes, oh, oh, just break the riff down. Stop showing it as a chord, as like you know, and just mess mm. around with that. And don't don't like play the chord out. Don't just run up the board and fuck with it more. You know, that's all it is. Just take the chord, break it down, mess with it. Yeah, you got like that. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like arpeggiate it and play it fast. Yeah. Yes. Plus <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Learn how to More sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you slap. <laughs> hey guys, it's been great to have you on, but I feel like yeah, that's a good time to end this now. So thank you. For yeah, thanks for having us. Show. No, it's been one. Dude, yeah, it was uh, it was fun chatting and stuff and, uh, and smoking. <laughs> yeah. yeah tom it was good to see you again dude it's been it's been a hot minute so yeah i i good hope to... for the both nice to meet you guys yeah that, yeah for you guys too i hope for the both of you that you're able to get to europe uh and pull off that tour that you guys are hoping for get to play with all the big bands and you know hopefully ladder math starts to really pick up with whichever way it would be cool go. man yeah we just want to get new listeners and then open for leprous that's no big deal <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah We'll, we'll Just send one step two. And, we'll, we'll send Lepros a message and let them know. We'll say, "Hey guys, <laughs> they're, they're, they're super. They're super cool guys too." So, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. totally. But I'm dude, sure. Yeah, awesome chat with you guys. Real. Yeah, yeah awesome great chat. Guys, yeah, um, but yeah, thanks so for thanks for having us on. And I know we keep on interrupting each other because of all the delays, but uh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, <that'll> be, <laughs> that's like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Right, well, you guys have a lovely night or day, whatever time zone you're in. And it is like the afternoon. The... It's morning for me, but night nice. for Tom. Yeah. Good night, and everybody. Thanks... 
Yeah. Good afternoon, night. Good morning. Thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. Have a good one. Take it easy. Thanks.